entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 390. And it's Tuesday, January 4th. 2021. Two. 2022. <laughs> it is 2022. I know. Yay. Um, we're all here. Even Theater is joining us. Theater, welcome to the show. Hi, Theater. Thank you. It's good to be back. Uh, we obviously missed last week, but we decided we deserved a, a well-needed break, so that's why we didn't record last week. But we're here today, and we've got some good stories for you. Theodore, who you listeners know, is in uh, has been in Arizona for a few months. He's got a local story from Arizona where he was Ooh. personally involved. Theodore, um, was it a robbery? In some, there was conflict for sure. Was it a robbery? Not quite. Oh. Not quite, but it was suspenseful. Actually, it could have it could have been a robbery, <laughs> depending how it would have went. Anyway, then I've got a question that will leave you baffled, and I'll give it to you now, so you can be baffled throughout. Ruben, I'm already baffled. The question is this. We we have two different symbols for money in the United States. We have cents and dollars. Mm-hmm. Cents is a C with a, sla- uh, with a line through it. And dollars is an S with a line through it. Why? Have you ever asked yourself this question? Mm. I've written a dollar sign or typed it in probably thousands of times in my life. And a few weeks ago was the first time I asked myself, why is it an S when it, it stands for a dollar? Ruben, way to baffled. go against the grain. Way to ask the questions that no don't matter. has the time to ask. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, did some research, and I have the answer for you. And I'll give it to you after we hear Theodore's story. Mm. And I, I didn't even get a chance to really pre-prep with, uh, with Leighton. Or Jeff, actually. Do you guys have stories to share today? I mean, I could, but it's okay. We, we can save it. All right. Theodore might not be might not be on next week, so. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we need to get content out of him while we can. Squeeze him dry. Um, Jeff, what about you? Was there something you wanted to discuss today? <sighs> no. Okay. I'm just recovering from a series of long weekends. Oh. They were very fun, but man, I'm tired. Nice shirt, by the way. Oh yeah, just wearing a uh, a gift, a shirt that I gifted him for his wedding. A, a gift, right. a Tommy John's Henley. Is that a Henley? It's, um, I can never yeah, remember the different styles. The it's, Henley doesn't have the collar, but has the buttons. Yeah, so comfortable. They are very comfortable. It's actually about the only shirt that I own. Mm. I just own different, a couple different colors. Different colors. Um. Anyway, Theodore, go ahead and uh, in, uh, tell us your story. Okay, so every day during the week. Oh, oh, how you on, um, Theodore? Theodore, I need to interrupt you a little bit. Were okay. You, were you on the episode where late or well, where all of us were discussing how to tell a story? Uh yeah. Okay, I just want to make. Was. I just wanted to plant that seed in your in your mind. <laughs> I know. I've been thinking about it. Okay. So hopefully, I can tell this as masterfully as Leighton would. I believe in you, Teddy. <laughs> Thank you. So, out here in Phoenix, there's a bunch of old people. So, what do old people do? They sit around and they drink coffee. So, every day during the week, 
we go for coffee break at two o'clock, and um, every day we go to a Dunkin' every day except for Sunday. Usually we go to um, a Dunkin' Donuts, but the one that we were going to um, is always closed when we go to coffee break. Which we go to coffee break at two, and the that Dunkin' said they're going to be closed from one to three because they don't have enough. So uh, we found a, a new coffee shop, and we were going into it a couple times. And the people that go to this, like uh, my mother, one of his friends that uh, live close by, and then whoever's with us, like my mom and dad would go, or my cousin Jesse, and Ruben would go when he was around. Um, so we found this other coffee shop, and we went, we're going there, and it was packed, completely packed, because they had a wedding going on or something. It was like a wedding reception place as well. It's, it's kind of a cool place. It's so really, we had to look. Explain, explain that new coffee shop a little bit, Theodore, and give the name so that if anyone's out there, they can go visit it. So, It's, it's you, called Lucy's by the Orchard. And Lucy's by the Orchard. In a, hidden in a grove of trees, and you drive right past it and not even know it was there. It's a really cool setting. They have and parakeets. they have tent area. Yeah, parakeet, wild parakeets around, swooping down at you while you're drinking your coffee if you sit outside. Do they poop on And they you? have like... Sounds like PWI. Uh, I've never been pooped on, but I'm sure they do. They'll probably give people. you your... If they poop in your drink, they probably give you a, a fresh new drink. Well, you don't know how the workers are. They're not the nicest people, so... Oh, no. They would... They probably charge you more. Like, hey, exactly. you didn't pay for that poop. You need it. <laughs> that, that, that's extra. Exactly. Um, so there was an event going on. They have like a tent with fake grass underneath, and they were renting that out. And so there was a ton of people there. And my grandpa doesn't like big crowds. so And there wasn't enough room for us to sit anyway. This was in the, during the holidays. So we were looking up different donuts close by. So we found one really close. Uh, went to it, and if anyone has ever been to the Duncan in Elkhart on uh, 19, um, you know where I'm talking by, like the car dealerships north of yeah. 20. Yeah, that, that's like really tiny lobby. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever been in there, but so we get in this Duncan, and it is small. There's not a lot of seats. We're a little worried, and there's a bunch of of young hooligans sitting there. Oh, young and hooligans! So we're we were trying to figure out where we're going to sit, and I mean, they were finished with their drinks, and, and so I said, "Hey, I bet if we uh, pay these young folks, give them a co- some cash money, they would be willing to leave." And so I took a little donation, got like forty bucks around, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I went up to um, there was like a, a couple, like a young couple, these were school kids sitting there and then a couple other young boys and I said are you guys all together they said yeah and I said hey would you guys mind if we if we would pay you if you guys would uh, leave so that we can all together here so you you need them to leave so you could sit at at a table together exactly because they were every table was taken pretty much we had maybe like I don't know 10 people we had a good good group of people there and so um uh, the the one boy to my right, I was like leaning over the back end of a boot of a boot chair. The one boy to my right was uh, nodding his head. He was so eager. He was reaching for the money. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll go, we'll go. We'll, 
I'll take your money. And I was like, no, no, I don't really trust you. And then you said you told him that you don't trust him. (laughs) I did say that. And then this other girl to my left said, you don't have to. We can just leave. And so I really trusted her because she said that. And I told her, you're the only one that I trust. So I gave her the money. And then later, we all got our drinks and sat down. And someone mentioned, that was so racist, Theodore, what you did there. And I was like, what do you mean? The It ended up, I didn't even think about it, but the girl was the only white person amongst the whole group. Oh, and, no. And oh, the, no. And the, the young man that was, like, really eager was black. And I was not thinking of that at all when I said I don't trust him. I was just thinking he's way too eager to take this money. He's not going to share it with the other one. <laughs> and so I didn't even think of that. So I think I'm the least one in my family because everyone else supposedly thought of how racist that was. So I, I'm truly colorblind. That's so funny. Were they, the rest of the family that was with you, um, what was their reaction when you were when you were saying that and, and having this conversation? They were just watching. They didn't say anything while the kids were in there. But when they left, my cousin was like, "I can't believe you said that." Oh. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. That is hilarious. Oh man. <laughs> oh, I just think Theodore almost got sued. Exactly. <laughs> Over a couple of seats. But they weren't even mad because they got money. So they wouldn't have cared if I was racist because they got paid. Uh, that's funny. Um, good job on the storytelling. Uh, yeah, kind of like good. save the punchline for the end. Didn't, I was not expecting a, Theodore's racism. Didn't Paul Louisa? <laughs> Thank you very much. It really took to me by surprise. Bad. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. We heard you this time, Ruben. I just had to make sure you were talking about somebody else, so we heard you. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think we do have time for for more content, but let me tell you, so your brains can rest and stop pondering this deep question about why is a dollar, why does it have an S symbol? It sounded like you were about to segue into an ad. Like, we're going to get to more (laughs) content, but first, let's talk about a dollar bill. All right, are you ready? Do Do you lay awake at night thinking about dollar signs? Try my pillow. I wish I could remember what I was doing when I wondered this question. I'm sure you were sitting at your desk in front of your laptop. I think I was at my yeah at my computer, but I don't remember <clears throat> what specifically I was doing. Mm. Anyway, <clears throat> in the, there's different theories about how this happened, and I'll, I'll share some of the theories uh, throughout. I'm, I'm going to read from an article here from Reader's Digest, so I think they're credible. They, they yeah, have, readers digest they have the resources to do some research. Anyway, here's it, here it is. In the 16th century, Spanish explorers found massive quantities of silver in the South, South, in the South American lands that they had just conquered, lands that would later become Mexico, Peru, and Bolivia. Rich well, Mexico is not South America, but well, yeah. I guess they got that, that fact wrong. They got that mixed up. But Peru Whoops. is. Peru is. Anyway, yeah, Peru. rich with silver, Spain began mining, uh, sorry, minting massive quantities of silver coins called pieces of eight, or peso de ocho, or pesos for short. The silver supply in Europe was dwindling at this time, so the Spanish peso 
became the primary coin for international trade. The previous coin to hold that title was a silver coin called Jacques Mathaler. The fine two syllables of this mouthful of a, of a name are actually where the word dollar comes from. So that long word is where dollar comes from. Which, which, which long word? Say that again. Jacques Mathaler. Jaka Mistaylor? Yeah. So kind of the last two <laughs> syllables, the final two syllables of this mouthful. Anyway, uh, so the peso replaced this coin, and it earned the nickname the Spanish dollar. Here are some, uh, okay. So, yeah, it became the Spanish dollar. As the American colonies evolved, trade between Spanish Americans and English Americans became common. Merchants recording trade transactions wanted to make their lives easier by using an abbreviation for pesos. Rather than writing out the whole word... So they chose a P with a superscript. So a P and then a small S uh, at the top right-hand corner, which became uh, a P and an S overlapping, which eventually became the, the, the line of the P on top of the S is where our symbol eventually came from. Good try, Layton. Anyway, <laughs> the one theory about the symbol comes from United States, it. where the the U is the two lines over the S for states. Oh. But is there two lines, or is there just one? I always use two. I, I use two, and then it just, some of them look like it only has one. I use two. My, it is my two. keyboard only has one, uh, but I when I would write it, I always write it with two. Anyway, so uh, that's that's the story. Now you can stop wondering, and now you can t- t- ask your friends. You know why is the it's hard to do with why is the dollar sign? Why is it an S instead of a D? Now you know, peso. Interesting. So <clears throat> it came that from the pieces of eight. Pieces of eight. The nine pieces of eight. The nine. All right. Well, <laughs> I think we've still got time for more. More, more content, more, more pod, yeah. Oh, uh, Layton, Layton did, did you have some content coming on here? Oh, I did have some content. Boy, did I. So, uh, wait, are you going back for your story? I was going to, yeah. Okay. Sorry, Theodore, we missed that for you. Um, uh, I don't know how long ago this was. Maybe a month ago. Uh, my wife and I went up to visit my, uh, sister and brother-in-law up in Michigan. Did Theodore just leave us? Theodore, are you here? I think he left us. I think he, oh, he did. He did uh, leave. All right. See you, Teddy. I guess that your story doesn't, doesn't interest him. Hmm. He probably got in a fight with that black kid that he was racist <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this happened a couple months ago, or a month ago maybe. We um, we w- we went up to Michigan, and then on our way back, we were starting to get notifications. We we have cameras set up around our house that detect motion, mm-hmm. um, and usually it's just our dog that mm-hmm. sets the sets it off. Mm-hmm. And uh, but we, but we looked, and there was a second dog. Mm. That was setting off the cameras. Mm. Not good. Mm-mm. Your dogs are reproducing. Wow, that's fast. Does he have a rabbit gene? No, he does not. 
Uh, he's just 100% Rottweiler. At least it's a he, so you don't have to deal with the consequences. That's as directly true. Depending but, on the outcome. But the thing, the thing is, though, I this dog. It looked like it's a little scrawny. Mm. A little scrawny. It looked a little bit like a husky, mm-hmm. but it was like a scrawny husky. It wasn't like one of those fluffy huskies that has like a really, really puffy coat. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, there's this stray dog that's just hanging around our house. This is annoying, whatever. But we were several hours from home, so we couldn't really do anything about it. Mm-hmm. So, and then also, there was an Amishman like a couple hours prior to that. There was an Amishman that came to our house and knocked on our door, and we weren't home. Right. And we figured... Selling cookies. No, it wasn't... British Yule. I don't think so. No. I think he was... I assumed that he was looking for his dog and wondered <clears throat> if we had seen their dog around. <clears throat> and at that point, we would have said no, but then an hour or two later, we would have said yes. <laughs> hmm. That's very interesting. Mm, very our Amish neighbor never came over looking for their dog, but we did shoot their dog once. Didn't kill it. You just it was, only injured it? <clears throat> yeah, it was far enough away. It didn't really hurt it, but a loaded bird shot. We, yeah. We were so tired of it coming around and digging around in our house. Mm. Anyways, continue. Yeah. I don't think this dog was doing any digging, but when we got home there, it was still around. It was very, very skittish. And it had... It was weird. It had a rope tied around its neck, mm. and it did have a collar. Or it had, it had a collar, and then tied to the collar was a rope. Mm-hmm. And then tied to the rope were two empty bottles that looked like um, bleach bottles. Mm. Like, you know, like they bleach have a very small handle. Bottles. They have a very, it's, it's like, it kind of comes up, and then it like cone-shaped. Yes. So okay. somebody was using the plastic, dog to plastic transport. Bottles. Yes. Okay. To transport the bottles. Somebody was using the dog. Maybe yeah, it was a little mule. No, I assumed that it was on there. It sounded like it was filled with rocks. Um and it was like so that they could hear it, maybe. I'm not sure. Was it like drugs? a bell around the neck? Yeah. Drugs. It was the cartel. It was the cartel's dog. I'm um, dog. Yes. Anyways, th- this dog was filthy. It smelled awful, and my wife was very, very leery about the condition of this dog. Like she thought, nah, he probably has rabies or something. Mm. So she made me wear gloves, so I wouldn't touch it. Um, we do have a little, a little uh, kennel set up. What, what, what was your plan? To, what were you planning on doing with this dog? My first instinct was, well, it was kind of raining. It was, it was very miserable outside, and we decided the dog needs shelter. So we took it, took the dog into our shop, and I gave it food and water. And uh, I did not, I didn't, I didn't really want to have anything to do with the dog. Mm-hmm. But I was like, rather than calling the Humane Society or something, didn't want to shoot it. I, I was like, I, I, I'm going to call around to see if there's, if it is somebody's dog. We saw that Amishman. Um, did you recognize him? Yeah, we had like. Could you run him down again if you needed to? I don't know where he lives, but I know I knew he lived close. The only reason I knew him, and all right, the only reason that I knew that he lived in the area was because we were invited to an Amish ice cream social, 
Oh, those are always fun. A couple months prior to that. And it was like a neighborhood social. Yeah, I'm not Amish saying that people. sarcastically. Those are actually, those are actually good ice cream. Mildly yeah. interesting. Oh, for sure. It was, actually, I had a really great time. We had good conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm surprised <clears> that never made it onto the podcast. Uh, yeah. Well, it did. Just now. <laughs> so I, I, I couldn't remember what his name was, but I recognized his face. So uh, the next day, it was pretty late by the time we got home. So I just took the dog and put it into the kennel and gave it food and water. Then I went back inside. Uh, the next day would have been Sunday. So Sunday, the next morning, I call my Amish neighbor, who wasn't the guy that stopped in at the house, but it was the Amish neighbor who hosted the ice cream social mm-hmm. and introduced me to that other Amish guy. That so Did you talk Dutch when you left a message? Nay. Because <laughs> I don't know if I could I don't know Leave a message to an Amish person Without talking Dutch Are you serious? You have to talk Dutch to an Amish person You have to It feels you more f- kindred kin- Kindred spirits You've got to be kindreding me Anyway um, well, It's like when you go to Belize Yeah, I can't help but talk Spanish It's just like mm, they, they talk Creole You can't but stop me Oh, Creole I That can, too They charge more to <laughs> That one People that don't speak <laughs> whatever, whatever language, language Or like other countries oh. Maybe Haiti is like this more If you can't speak Haitian Creole And why do you even more, breathe? For sure Yeah <laughs> And so By speaking their language You develop that bond. Relationship Yeah, it's a bond yeah. They're like, oh, you're in A commonality it's as if you're able yeah, to speak I'll, the I'll secret come, code. I'll come help Although, you bail your like, If you couldn't talk Dutch, I wouldn't, but... I'm thinking... I don't know if you know Dutch well enough to... It might have created more of a divide. Oh, for sure. He'd be offended at my Dutch. He probably would have more questions than, than before. He would be like, oh, I thought you were playing, but no, you're definitely out. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so I said, uh, yeah, hey, Daniel, uh, there's a dog that came over to our house last night and we still have him and uh give me a call back if you know whose whose dog it may be uh i'm not sure whose it is but we thought maybe you have an idea maybe someone called you or is looking for for the dog so let me know thanks bye beep and the beep comes first beep first then you have to say the message Hey Daniel, <laughs> dog, give me a call back. Beep. Okay, <clears throat> he never called me back. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, he never called Did me you back. Say beep at the end because that would have been kind of weird. Uh, He's probably still waiting on the phone, waiting for that second message. <laughs> well, it's just a really long voice me- voice message. It's still going on. Uh. He never called me back. I, I we kept the dog, so we had him Saturday night, all day Sunday, Monday at noon. I called. I called the Humane Society. Do you think that was too soon? No, no. Do you think that was too late? Well, I was going to ask you what made you wonder if you shouldn't just put the dog down right away, because were you pretty sure it was a neighborhood dog? It had a collar. Okay. It had a collar. But it didn't so, have a tag. No. There was no uh, number or anything. What's the point of, well, I yeah, guess. A I, collar just says, hey, it's somebody's dog. 
I it's a pet. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have shot it either then, uh, if I was pretty sure that it was someone's neighborhood dog. Um, but if there but, was no collar, <clears throat> well, if and it, it was pretty, if it was at all aggressive around nasty around here. Like if it's a dog, it's somebody's. There's there's no dogs just running around wild. They're called coyotes. Yeah, but they wouldn't come up to your house and let you catch them. Find a coyote with a collar on it. <laughs> that would be a plot that twist. That would be a plot twist. Oh, I also it's, don't know if I so would have put it inside. I, I think I just would have left it outside, hoping that it runs home to its house. No, it was. I I didn't want. You didn't think it could make it? No, I didn't want my dog to be like to be able to have oh. too much contact with it. Yeah. I didn't want my dog, even though it probably already contracted whatever disease it had. I didn't want it to get. I didn't want my dog to get more of it. Yeah, it probably had Omicron. To Omnicorn. be perfectly honest, Omnicorn, Omnicorn, Omnicorp. Isn't that a recycling? A metal recycling? It is. Om- Omni. Omnisource. Either way, your question about did you wait long enough? Omnisource is the source of Omnicron, the virus. <laughs> They're recycling metal and turning it into viruses. Isn't it Omicron? Mercury. Omicron. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, Omicron. I don't think you waited. I solved it. You heard it here first, folks. The mystery is over. Take that, Delta. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, so I called the Humane Society around noon. And on, on Monday. On Monday, yeah. And I I was trying to figure out, I first called the vet at, in Wakarusa, there's a, there's a Weldy's, I think, I think the name is Weldy's. I called them and say, hey, do you guys like do... Lost and found dogs? Yeah. And they were like, no. And I was like, well, do you know who would? Or like, do you do you have the number to the Humane Society or something? And they said, yeah, I have a number that you can call. So they give me that number. I think I called it and they didn't pick up or something. Actually, no, I disregarded their number. I didn't trust it. I just went online and looked up Elkhart County Humane Society. Mm. And it's like way up in like Elkhart mm-hmm. the Humane Society is mm-hmm. I called them they picked up and I said hey could I schedule like a pickup could you pick up this animal and like well is there any way that you could bring the animal in and I said no the dog is filthy and like I don't have a truck or I don't want that thing in my my flex because it's gross it's a mangy mm-hmm. filthy dog I don't know what mm-hmm. disease it has my wife won't allow it okay this is this is a health hazard, okay? Mm-hmm. When you come to pick it up, wear a mask, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and try to social distance as much as possible from the dog. Correct, while still taking it away. Yes. And they were nice. And they said, "Okay, we'll try to be there within you know, around three o'clock." Huh. I was like, "Oh wow, that's pretty good." Yeah, I was impressed. <clears throat> so. At about four fifteen, they showed up. <laughs> I, I I told them I'm probably not, I'm not going to be home, but my my wife should be home, and she should be able to tell you what the dog is. So, they were an hour and a half late, and so I'm at home, and a big van that looks like a SWAT vehicle pulls up, and it's very clearly marked 
Elkhart County Humane Society. Okay. And there's a there's a girl. She's a, a pretty young girl, probably in her lower 20s. And she's chipper, but she's dressed in what's like a bulletproof a bulletproof vest mm. and like has like <clears throat> tactical pants on like you with think- like many with many pockets as if like she works with forensics or something mm. she looked very prepared yeah <laughs> do you think it was because of your warning or is this just the norm i think she was she had donned the normal garb for picking up stray animals. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think this was protocol. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> but despite her look of preparedness, <laughs> her appearance of preparedness, when I brought her, I said, yeah, yeah, here's the dogs in here. I led her to him, uh, led her to my shop and showed her the kennel. And she's like, oh, okay, here here he is. And she immediately freaks out that that there is a rope with two cans tied around its neck. She was like, oh, did you find the dog like this? And I said, yes, yes, this is not my dog. This dog simply wandered onto my property. I didn't do I did not do anything to this dog except I gave it food and water. 100% truth. And she's like, "Who would do such a thing?" And she is appalled. And, and then and, and to be clear, it's just a rope tied to its collar. <clears throat> well, with two cans. I know. Yes. But would it be worse if it would if that rope would have been tied to a fence post? Would that oh, have been more resistance? For sure. I mean, I don't know why she's freaking out. Like, it's weird. I get it that it's weird. She was appalled at this. So, but then I have to like, my dog wants to get into the kennel with the other dog. So I have to hold him back. I know that she's not going to be able to hold back my dog. Yeah. So I allow her to like, hey, just do your thing. Take the dog. She walks up to the door of the kennel. And it the the latch, how this kennel works is that there's a tab sticking out from the door, and then there's two sliding pieces so that you can open the door from the inside or the outside. You, it can swing either way, but at the bottom of these tabs that accepts the tab from the door, it's tapered so that it can easily slide in from each way, right. from any which way. Right. She's baffled by this. She's like, so how do I open it? The door. She's like, you just take well, the tab and you slide it up. And then, you- and then you open the door. This prepared young lady <laughs> had an appearance of preparedness. But I figured with her working around animals so much and being able to, to open doors. I, mean, I would think she would pets. open lots of kennel doors. Oh, yeah. for sure. I mean, if anyone is the kennel door expert, I would have assumed it was the lady that was standing right in front of me. Yeah. I was mistaken. 
And I had to like explain to her while holding back my hundred pound rot how to open the door. Once she got through that hurdle, <laughs> then she proceeds to start handling the dog and trying to frantically untie the rope from the dog's collar. And that took her a couple minutes, but she managed to get it done. All the while coaxing the dog, trying to calm the dog down. So what was the dog doing? Like the was dog it- was frantic and sporadic. It was it was part husky. Was it being was, was it being aggressive or was it just being freaked out? No, it was just like it was like uh, 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 I need to get away from these people. It was it was, it was traumatized. Yeah, obviously we had been like abused or something. Something. Or on drugs. If you had bottles tied around your neck. Yeah, maybe it was just on drugs. <laughs> if you had bottles tied around your neck for the sake of trafficking drugs for the cartels, <laughs> you would be frantic too. How heavy Jeff. were the, the bottles of bleach filled with rocks? Not that heavy. They weren't like chocked full of rocks. Yeah. It was like it was like stones, like like maybe a handful of stones. <laughs> so it wasn't to, even to weight it down? Like it was. It was not enough to. It was it to down. make it no. It was to make noise. I'm pretty sure. This reminds me of the time that you saw a cow with a bell around someone, its neck and thought, "How in inhumane!" Someone in our house, drug cartels, looped a bag <laughs> around our cat's neck. <laughs> like, so the cat like loved like playing with the bag, and so this person thought it would be a great idea to like loop the bag around the cat's neck. Well, then the cat like starts getting freaked out. Like the handle of like a, a plastic grocery bag, <laughs> and then the cat starts running. And what does running do? Fills up the bag with air and makes it worse. <laughs> and the cat ran to the other end of the house, the corner. I don't know how it got out of the bag, but we could not keep up with it. It's <laughs> so and, great. Anyways, it was an unintentional. After that, the cat hated bags. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <clears throat> So, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, this story is far from over, by the way. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I figured we no, were, we're, we're done. No, we're over halfway. We're over okay. halfway for sure. So, then the the lady, the, the prepared Humane Society lady, uh, does get out a leash. She <clears throat> came prepared with a leash and clipped that. What? She tied a rope Why would she tie the- it to the dog? Well, it was clipped. Oh, Oh, that makes a lot of difference. And this rope, it was so light, it was basically weightless. Okay, good. The leash rope. He seemed to love the rope. I didn't. <laughs> so, and then led the dog, all the while, like, coaxing it and being chipper to the dog, led, led it to, the, uh, to her SWAT vehicle. And... I, I already <laughs> – I think I know what's going to happen. No, you don't. <laughs> you do not know what's going to happen. So I'm, I'm holding the dog for as long as – I'm holding Crip as long as I can. She did a thing. She – when she first drove her vehicle into our lane, she only drove like – like just so that her her – vehicle was off the road she did not drive Mm -hmm. at all far into our onto our drive so the back of the truck the back of the vehicle is basically on the road it's not on the road but it's like 
six feet off of the road. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. She has enough room. She's not in danger or anything. Okay. But whatever. That's what she chose to do. It was fine. So she walks the dog. She's almost there. And then I can't hold Crip anymore. And he goes. There's no issue there. Okay. But she opened up the back of her of her SWAT vehicle. And then I kind of like I'm watching watching her load up the dog, making sure that Crip isn't being too much of a nuisance. And then out of nowhere, an F one fifty barrels in behind her. How is there room? There really isn't. There's like the 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 F one fifty is on the road, okay. But the front end is on our drive. Mm-hmm. That's it. <clears throat> and I'm like, what is? Oh, I know, I know what happened. After she left and took the dog, I then went over to my neighbor, who is a huge dog lover. No, no, hang on, a what? While she was taking the dog. Back to her SWAT vehicle. Okay, okay. I then come out of the shop and see my neighbor right there, and I can tell on his face he's kind of wondering, like, what's going on? Why is there a SWAT vehicle? Why is there the Humane Society here, <clears throat> and what's going to happen to that dog? And I went over and told him, like, everything that happened, I took this dog under my wing, as it were, and tried to find out who it belonged to before I just called the Humane Society. And just kind of explaining, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not just trying to get rid of a dog. I'm not getting rid of my dog. I didn't ask them to put it down or anything. I'm just saying I have this lost dog, whatever. And while I'm explaining that to him, then the F-150 whips in behind the Humane Society SWAT vehicle. <sighs> and then now I'm really perplexed, like, what is going on? And then, like... 30 seconds after the F-150 whips in behind SWAT vehicle, then the F-150 drives around, around the SWAT vehicle through our yard. And, you know, of course, it had just rained, and so it was nice and marshy and, like, left tracks in the yard. Oh, That was yeah. good. And then further into our drive, Okay. And after the person had gotten out or before the person had gotten out? The person never got out. Okay. But then after <clears throat> it was a, 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 another lady was driving the F-150, she gets out. She's like, uh, uh, I'm not sure what they're called. I don't think they're called horse and buggy Mennonites. But it's the kind that has like. Uh, German Baptist or something? Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, just explain how she, how she was dressed. Definitely German Baptist esque, but she was also wearing a covering, like that you tie underneath. Mm. Maybe that is German Baptist. I think in German Baptist, like it was a thick covering. Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> Did the dress remember. have like flowers and small yeah. designs on it? Yeah, and the dress had like Kinda a paisley. like a instead of a cape, it was like a it was like a yeah a half circle thing. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know. And. I was like, I was just unsure what was going on. So I walk up to her, like, kind of, she knew that I was in question. And she said, hey, I was just driving past. And I was like, hey, that's my dog. And I was like, oh, well, that's great that you spotted it. 
that's good. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, you're about to get chewed out <laughs> by this prepared humane society lady who doesn't like cans tied around a dog's neck. So you're going to have some explaining to do. So what? So this is obviously <laughs> but, what you're thinking. But yeah. what, what did you tell her? I was all smiles. <laughs> I was just like, I'm glad that you were able to find the dog. This is so convenient. <laughs> now, I did not wish ill upon her, but I was like, man, she's going to get chewed out. So I then get my dog. Okay. And I sort of like just – I let this thing play out. <clears throat> I don't stick around. I don't hear any more words. I just go back into the house. But all the while, me and my wife are kind of like looking out the window and like trying to look at the, the expression of – Humane Society lady and let's call it German Baptist lady. And it was definitely not a thing where the dog was just handed over to German Baptist lady. There was – she – after there was, a, there was a little bit of talking and then just like a cop does when, when like they pull someone over, they have to like sit in their, in their cockpit – in their car and like enter in info. That's exactly what did she have a humane society? Her... I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh wow. She oh, had wow. a full setup in there, and she's like, typing in. <laughs> and it didn't look like she was angry, but when she then finally got out after like 15 minutes of like typing things in, it probably wasn't that long. It was maybe like five minutes, but it seemed like a long time. She then gets out and starts talking to the lady. And eventually, the dog is handed back. And, yeah, there wasn't any yelling, for sure. But I'm sure that Humane Society lady was not pleased. <laughs> she was not pleased. Eventually, the dog was handed over. And at one point, they the dog... They let the dog into the back of the F-150. Inside. Inside. And eventually the dog was like so like frantic that the German Baptist lady got the dog back out to sort of like ease it. <sighs> <laughs> Apparently, <clears throat> the German Baptist lady did explain to me that they thought that the, the dog did have a little bit of a tendency to run away. And so they did have things around its neck so they could hear it. And at one point, the dog just bolted. Yeah. How far away did they live? A couple miles. I will say that, like, that's probably the worst thing you could do is to put something on a length of rope by a dog. Was it long enough that the stuff was, like, dragging behind the dog? It was long enough. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was dragging behind. So, so, like, the more the dog runs, the more the noise makes, the more the dog runs. That's, it's not like it's around its neck where it's... I don't think the like, dog was fearful. I agree with you that that's like a really poor way to hear a dog. Yeah. Especially like that It that that stuff also could have totally gotten it, caught. It, it, like, I don't understand what you're it doing. Just tie it up. Yeah. Just tie it up. They, I don't know. They wanted to be free roaming. <laughs> I don't get it. it. I don't understand. Make, I'm, just, make, I'm just confused by the whole shock thing. fences. You should, you should drive past and just like... <laughs> I don't know where they live. Update. Well, just start doing little little circles around. No way, no. My my wife would know where they live. 
interesting enough, it wasn't her, but it was her sister who owns a dog that also lives on that same property that we tried to breed with Crip tried to breed with one of their females. But then nothing came of that. The dog never got pregnant. Their their dog never did. Ah, wow. That was an interesting story. Wow. It took some turns I was not expecting. Some yeah. twists and turns. Twists. At one point I did think, why don't you just put a sign out that says uh free dog? Free or like or like even like maybe a description um F- free omicron. Uh omnicorn. You know, omnicorn. Husky Sick-looking husky runaway for, for free or, or found. Husky uh, found. Free cartel. Free drug, drug dog. Mule. All right, very good. I think we're done. Oh. I'm pretty sure if he would have done that, he'd have still called Humane Society, and the lady was shown at the same time, plus a cop would have come. And would have said, hey, that's my dog. Oh. The cop would have said, why are you advertising drugs? Oh, yeah. Are you advertising Omicron? All right, guys, anything else? I think that's it. Leighton, what's the point? The point is, Ruben, <clears throat> is that you ask questions that no one asks. Point number two, old people slip coffee with other old people. Point number three, theater can tell if hooligans are trustworthy based on their demeanor. <laughs> <laughs> point number four... Never wrap a bottle around a dog's neck. And what's our word of the week? Oh, word. oh wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh we got to do coffee yet, too. We got of coffee. Of the week. We've we actually got special coffee. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Ruben. Unfinished. Yeah, I should tell you. Coffee. <laughs> I know. I brought this coffee, and I told Jeff that. It's really interesting how I got it. So my wife works at the birth center in town, mm-hmm. and one of the, the husband of one of the women that was giving birth there mm. Is is a marine or ex marine, and uh, he's part of. I'm pretty sure uh, the coffee brand is called Armored Nation, and it's like a, an affiliate thing. So like he can he has a coupon code, and then if if, if people use his coupon code, he gets uh, affiliate income from it. Mm-hmm. But he was like, yeah. I remember when we used to be able to get that. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. Anyway, so he was offering it as like a free sample for the the staff there at the birth center, and then my wife said, "Hey, her, we have a podcast and we try coffee." And he said, "Yeah, uh, give it to him." And here's a coupon code that the listeners can use for a percentage off. So oh, nice. So go to armoredcoffee.com and use coupon code code Jones twenty. Jones twenty. Coupon code. And, but now we know, have to we have to review the coffee though. Yeah, unfortunately. And <laughs> I I'm gonna be honest. Like even though I don't mean to be rude to this guy, but we have to be honest with our review. I personally I think this this coffee is not pleasant to drink. It does not have a good flavor. It started with the smell. It didn't it didn't smell good. It's a little bit. I like it. I do. It's a little a four. It's a little boggy for me. It's it's a it's definitely a bold flavor, but I really like it. <clears throat> Jeff, that's great. But the more I sip this, and the colder it gets, the colder it gets, the worse it gets. I agree with that. But but if we get a if we get a little, warm, yeah, warm, warm me up. See if 
Change my mind. This one, this might be overbrewed right here, so we'll see how this. Yeah, <coughs> sure. I just I didn't like no, the smell to begin I with. I like it. It's good. <clears throat> I'm giving it a three. It's not terrible, but I, I don't love it. I'll, I'll give it a two. Wow. I gives it a two. All right. You what? What do you give it, Jeff? A four. I give it a four. Okay. It's not. It's not quite a five, but it's it's about a four point two maybe. I think uh, I think this is okay to say. Um, the same gentleman is a, uh, a major fisherman, and I guess he was part of some yeah some fishing group. And so, like posing with the newborn baby, he had a, uh, a, fishing, oh. a fishing pole, a fishing pole in the tub, as like that was their like uh, fishing it an- out announcement. I think I think photo <laughs> or the photo that they, yeah they took a photo of him. Wait, like, did they take that the at tub. the birth center? Yes. Oh my! <laughs> oh, uh, he man. took his fishing pole along to the birth center. <laughs> so I, I mean, guess I was prepared. curious, like, what would be the craziest thing that you've thought of doing along those lines? Like, what would like with my I, child? I, 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 I didn't yeah, think about like, doing anything crazy along those lines. <laughs> I was just like, let's get this. <laughs> I, I mean, <sighs> what? <laughs> Did he I mean, now he was like, gonna fish the baby out of the tub? Yeah. It would have been funnier like it, if it he would have had like, the baby like in a net. Like, oh. in the fishing net, and then like a caption that says, like, we got a live one. <laughs> or s- s- something. I'm sorry, it just, just, just <sighs> the mental images. I've, just I've never heard of, of doing something like this. I mean like, pose doing a Was it their pose. first kid? Probably I not. I don't know. It seems like this is probably not the first – this probably wasn't the first kid. Either that or it is and they just, like, wanted to do something special. I don't know. It's, Maybe it'll start it, a fad. It seems like something that you wouldn't I do for your first it. kid. Because there's so many other things going on during a birth that's just, like, I wouldn't have ever even thought of that. You know what they should have done is, like, instead of using one of those clamp deals to, like, clamp the cord. Mm-hmm. After you cut the cord, they also clamp it. Yeah. Or they clamp it, then they cut it, then and they, they leave yep. the clamp on, and then wait till that kind of like falls off. What he could have done is take some fishing line and like have like Tied a special off. knot. Uh. Like, uh, 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 <laughs> it probably would have for the clamp sliced through it. That would have been a way to cut the cord. No, the Jeff, do you remember how did you you cut the cord? Yeah, right? that the, that cord is tough. You need a very sharp. It was scissors. a very sharp scissors. You're right. You need a very sharp scissors to cut through. It's like it's like meaty. Yeah. It's like, got to bear down. Anyway. <laughs> well, for your next kids, you can you can think about something. What would a pose be that, that you would do? Oh. All right. What's the word of the week? Oh. <laughs> Omnicorn. Omnicorn.